Any examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to predict the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. This is another money show. Get set for another hour of the latest financial information and economic news affecting your bottom line. JR and Anthony are committed to helping more Americans like you optimize their income, reduce their tax risk, and reach financial freedom. So let's start the show. Here are your hosts, Anthony Correo and JR Rochford. Here we are, your hosts, Anthony Creo and J.R. Rochford, taking a break from our day-to-day -day as financial advisors with Rochford & Associates, a fully independent, fourth-generation family office right here in the greater Phoenix area to bring you information you may not find on those other financial shows. We're aware the last thing you need is another money show, but we appreciate you being here. What do we got on the list for this week, J.R.? Another busy week. You know how this goes. So I, I did not have as much time as usual to gather articles. So I thought maybe we could just chat. Oh, perfect. We're okay for this week. Uh, and let me start with something. Thank you to everybody that's been joining us. We, I've said this before, but it's been a while. We are a little tiny fish in a great big pond. We're a fourth generation, fully independent family practice. It's kind of unusual nowadays. I don't know of any other fourth generation practices. When I worked with my father years ago, the first place that I worked was at MetLife in Phoenix. And we were the only father and son in our immediate office, but there were several others that worked at MetLife. And it was just kind of cool. It was the legacy of it was cool. So, and you have two brothers. So I'm kind of hoping that this uh, keeps going even, even when you get tired one day. So this was a good week. We've had, I had a few different people text me with questions. I've got a phone call to return later on this afternoon. We had a man call this morning to the office. So uh, Larry, I'll be calling you later on. We had a man come in the office yesterday. And it, it's funny because I know what this show is. I know it is completely different than the other financial shows out there. We, we are not a good fit for everybody. I get that. I mean, I, I understand our show is not for everybody. It's it's really, it's current events and how they are likely to affect our finances and our life and our world in the future. So that is not a, a typical financial show. Hence the tongue-in-cheek and other money show. This man that came in the office yesterday, super, super nice guy, very smart. He said he listens to all the shows, so I'm sure he's listening today. We appreciate you coming in. It's funny because... When people come in so far, they, they've all been very much on the same page. So the niche market that, that we appeal to, we already agree with each other. It's just we got a chance to fine tune this man's situation. I mean, if, if you come see us, we know if you make the time to come in our office, we know that you don't think, and I'll use me instead of me and Anthony as an example, we know that you don't think I'm all that crazy. You also are worried about this amazing super bubble of a stock market. You're worried about the housing market. You're worried about the election year. We are a financial show, not a political show. It is going to be very, very difficult as we get closer to November to differentiate the man that came in yesterday. He brought that up. He said it's re it's completely intertwined. And I'll tell you what, I brought up the fact that this is going to be by far the most important election we've ever had. And, and he agreed, but he added, so were the last several. Every single one 
has been the most important election ever. You know, four years ago during the main election, don't forget, we we earlier that year, we got to learn about COVID. So there, there was a big disruption. There was a lot of talk on mail-in ballots because you couldn't, you know, be within six feet of another human. There, 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 it was very weird. And I'm already seeing this year. I, you know what I heard this morning? And today, by the way, as we record is February 21st. We record on Wednesday. So if this isn't quite as current as we'd like it to be, that's, that's you know, we do record several days in advance. I heard about more Hunter Biden and Russian disinformation. Can't make this up. So we're going to, we're going to hear more between now and November more about disinformation in our politics. We, you know, I brought up a few weeks ago, disease X and C auris and measles. And this is going to be a wild ride, but I just want to apologize in advance that when we get closer to November, I'm going to intertwine with politics a little more than I usually do. Well, it does go hand in hand. And I don't think it really matters on either side because we've had Democrats and Republicans in office over the last 10, 20 years, but they're, neither one are really helping this picture get better. Nobody's helping us to get more financially stable as a country. They're just pushing the debt and trying to push agendas. They're just pushing two different agendas. We're on a, and I think our current agenda is really, really a bigger swing than we've ever seen. We, we in Sun City, where our office is, I live in Sun City, you live in Glendale, we're not seeing an immigration problem. I watch videos, I read articles, I watch news, trying, you know, hopefully not just the main channels. I, I, I watched a video last night that made me so angry. It was in Chicago, Illinois, my hometown, and it, it showed a group of migrants. I mean, I, I let's say they're, they're illegal aliens. I mean, they came here without, you know, applying. So they were yelling and screaming about the poor conditions and about how cold it is in Chicago. Some of them were in a hotel. They were in front of this hotel. They're not happy with the food. And I was like, huh, well, you know, there is a solution to this. Go back home. Come in the right way. Apply to be a citizen. Get a job. Oh, man, I'm sounding like my father. I'm actually, I'm going to even be skipping a generation. I'm sounding like my grandfather right now. But I just, (laughs) with the country, we tell you all the time, go to usdebtclock.org and fish around. It's a very interesting site. They're on Twitter now. I just got a little request to follow them on Twitter. I'm sorry, X. So no, what do we do? We uh, Sandy asked the other day, we don't tweet any longer. Now we X. <laughs> so I guess you should go on Twitter and follow usdebtclock.org. We are 34 and a third trillion in debt. And well, the government's, you know, that's, that's a, a conspiracy theory that we're giving people gift cards and we're feeding them. No, it's really not. When you start digging into it, you find out all we do is we give them to these NGOs, which are non-governmental organizations, and they give them to people. These people are eating. You know, a lot of the videos, when you see people lined up to come in the country, they they look fairly well fed. They don't look like they walked 3,000 miles. Some of them actually look a little too cushy to to have done so. But I I just, with the money, we are flat broke. I I have been talking for the last year about reparations and what cities are, are pushing for reparations. I'm talking a lot about universal basic income because nobody's calling that. I, I have another one this week. I only got a couple articles, so don't worry, Anthony. There will not be extensive reading today, but I, I, I'll hit this one right now while I'm there. This one is $10 million to be handed out with no strings attached as U.S. counties prepare to launch guaranteed income program. So, But this one's interesting. This one, a little bit of a twist on this one. Guaranteed income programs are sprouting 
across the U.S. as two large counties prepare to give millions of dollars to people who are tight on funds. Aren't we all getting tight on funds? Hey, middle class, are you happy with your grocery prices? Aren't you kind of tight on funds? The nonprofit Inland SoCal United Way is teaming up with the California Department of Social Services in a new pilot program. Pilot program. Pilot program means the beginning of it. Designed to give away $10 million to residents of San Bernardino and Riverside counties. Here is where it starts getting interesting. Specifically, the program is handing out $600 in monthly cash payments to 500 expecting mothers and seven, I don't mean to laugh, expecting mothers and 720 per month to 120 former foster youth for one and a half years. So, and I, and I think, I think we should help. We should help expected mothers. We should help foster youth. I also think we should make sure there's nobody food insecure. I think we should have no veterans on the sleep, on the sleep, on the street. I, I am so angry about money and politics today. I look at the new aid package. I'm sure you heard, Anthony. I, I think it was passed. I don't even know. I, I tuned it out. Y you, you did hear that we had an aid package, $95 billion, <laughs> and, and it's earmarked for Ukraine, of, of course and then Israel and Taiwan. Couple questions for you. First of all, 95 billion. You know, we're we're in trillions. So a billion here, a billion there, who gives a crap, amateurs, until you get to trillions, who cares? Uh, 95 billion. If you take 100 billion, which is only five more if I do my math correctly, 100 billion is 10% of a trillion. Revert back to usdebtclock.org, and we're at 34 and a third trillion. So it's just piling on. And I thought a little bit about this. You, you got people here illegally that are upset because their, their food isn't up to par. It's a little chilly in Chicago. They're, they're not in the best hotels they'd like to be in. So th this 95 billion, and by the way, you know who was missing from it, if I understand correctly? Border security, food insecurity, anything to do with our country was excluded from what I understand of this $95 billion package. So, so something about that. What if they, and, and here I go you know, down a different rabbit hole, we, we have a failing Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security system. Everybody knows that. You know, the clock is ticking when they've been telling us for decades that in the 2030s, it's going to be exhausted. Exhausted. Does that mean run out? I'm exhausted. We're all exhausted. Is the Social Security system going to be tired or is it going to be really tired? Like, is it going to be sleepy or sound asleep? Anyway, what would $95 billion do for our social security system? It would help. <laughs> I mean, it would help. My my point being, over the last couple of years, we keep, we keep giving money to other countries when we are in such deep crap in this country. Am, am I... <laughs> Anthony's tired. Anthony's exhausted. Anthony fell asleep like four minutes ago and just lets me go with this. I just, every week, I get more and more angry by what I read, see, and hear, and it's not getting better. I do believe it's going to get worse running up to the election. I do believe that this election will be pivotal and the most important of our lives. And what's funny, I worry about you. Does that make sense. All of this, the social security, I'm 60. I only have to make it two more years and I can turn mine on. Think about that. 60. Holy crap. I know that's what you're thinking, but two more years and I can turn on social security. 
Hopefully, I mean, is this airing on your birthday? Oh, no, your birthday is Sunday. Everyone. Birthday is Sunday, so yeah, technically I'm birthday. lying. But on Wednesday, I'm only 59. If you're catching us on YouTube, you'll see I look much younger this week than I will next. So, yeah, I just, the money, it's everywhere. You got money going to, uh, to I almost said unwed. I don't know if they're unwed. I don't know if they're married or not. I took a leap there. You've got money going to expecting mothers. You, you've got money going to people that are from foster homes. Where, that's kind of a niche. All the ones I've read to you so far, they usually go by the, the level of poverty. And it, it's surprising because they're usually not under the poverty level. I thought a level of poverty meant you didn't have enough to get by. But th- some of those ones I read to you over the last few months were like two and a half times the level of poverty. So I don't know. And you, you have a- What is the poverty level? I think it's, isn't it, is it federal or state by state? I have no idea. You read it. It says healthcare.com. I'm looking that up. For a family of three and family of two income numbers, 20,000. Yeah, no, that's insane, insanely low. So three times that, even three times that, 60,000, two people can barely get by now. And I know you're thinking 60K, that's a lot. It's not anymore. Oh, no, 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 I'm not. I, if you would have got to me a few years ago, I would have thought you can get by. You know, you should not have a $1,200 Galaxy S93. You you can get by, though. I don't think so anymore. You know, I mean, since your mom's been sick, I'm really, you know, the, the people in this country that are in good health. Oh, my gosh. The guy that was in our office yesterday, wonder health, wonderful health, walks, swims. You, hang on to that for dear life. Because Sandy is only 56. She had a temporary health setback. And our insurance bills between the hospital, the skilled nursing facility, the in-home, PT, OT, ambulance ride, co-pays, deductibles, let alone the the exorbitant amount of money we pay each month for insurance. Well, I don't mind saying it. It's, it's HIPAA violation, but it's my own HIPAA violation. We're paying 1700 and something a month for insurance. And then these bills are coming in. That's it is a mortgage payment. Well, it was a mortgage payment also before three years ago. Now you can't get a mortgage payment for under twenty five hundred dollars. Oh, yeah, but it, it no, it's insane. I agree with you completely, Anthony. I have really come around to the to the fact that young people, you know, uh, young startup families, they do not have a chance. And you know what? The best thing to do: get upset. Network. I'm looking at you. I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. Good job, by the way, Doug, on the YouTube channels. Go go look at our shorts. <laughs> Take a peek at Anthony's shorts on the YouTube channel. It's, it's pretty impressive. Um, yeah, so I agree with you. $60,000 a year isn't going to cut it. So be healthy. Try not to have extra bills for medicine. McDonald's. Do you have the conversation about universal base, basic health care now? I do, but here's how to do it. And by the way, you know, Bernie Sanders in his little little chair and mittens, you know, we forget about Bernie Sanders. You know, he's still in the White House, right? You know, he he's the guy that's still supposedly, allegedly, presumably working on Medicare for all, which basically- I mean, we're a massively developed country and we are obviously have a broken medical system the way it's run now. I mean, you're seeing your medical bills. You're going to pay $400 for Tylenol because insurance will cover it. You think that's a good system? So I get that, you know, everybody's so afraid of, you know, basic health care for all. But how are we, how do we, how do we not have something? I get if you're going to pay, you can pay more to get better. 
But right now you're paying an insane amount to get terrible health care. So if you're going to have terrible health care like is claimed in all these other countries, wouldn't you rather just have it for free? I'm getting there. I mean, I used to make fun of Canada. I used to make fun of other countries. You know, I mean, I remember making fun of what's the guy's name from the Rolling Stones? Uh, Oh, Mick Jagger, yeah. Mick Jagger had a heart condition. He was in England or whatever. He comes here and has heart surgery in New York. You know, he's got the money to do Fine, like anything. If you have more money, you can spend, you can buy better stuff, but we shouldn't have our people in this country going bankrupt over terrible health care. Okay, and here's a solution for you. How far? I don't know how much we've given to Ukraine. I used to kind of track it. I stopped because there's no money. You say it every week. There's no money. What do you care if they give it to the homeless, the food insecure, Ukraine? It doesn't matter. It's all funny money anyway. Who cares? Well, you're seeing the end of a, a civilization. You're seeing the end of a, of a first world nation. And you and I don't think you can relate to what that's going to mean. I mean. These people that are coming into the country, they're... they're one of the newest things, I just saw this yesterday too. Yesterday was a good news day for me. So I saw that now a lot of a lot of gang task force people are being called in to look at migrants' tattoos because apparently there's a new gang that's going to rival and potentially even join up with MS-13. It's called Transagua or something. I don't know what it is. It's, it's, but it's Venezuelan gang. And it's, it's funny because you're going to see eventually when it overflows the big cities you're going to see i don't know two years three years january 1st you like it when i use that date you're gonna see what's going on with open borders now you just don't see it yet you're going to see the the health system implode and fail i think sooner than later you're going to see this housing market have some issues the only thing they're focusing on in the media is the cre the commercial real estate market which is a heck of a mess and by the way, we told people a year ago, it's coming. 2024 and 2025, we'll start seeing what, what that entails because these notes are coming due. These companies that, that they don't have equity in the buildings. They just have notes that keep being renegotiated. They, they had low interest rates. Now they have high interest rates, which it looked like at the beginning of this year, the rates were coming down and they're going back up. So I think what you're going to see soon is a stock market collapse like we've never seen i think we're due for one that that mixes 2008 and the tech bubble for example i think you're going to see a real estate market when we go into recession and i well we've been in a recession for how many years we've had an inverted yield curve you want to get into a little bit of finances we've had every single sign you can have (laughs) that that now when you change the definition of what a recession is and we're fine they did, they did that. We're better yeah, than that. It's still funny to me. Well, it's like inflation. You know, they were saying inflation's down. You know, we were told good news, inflation's down. Here's my take on inflation. Boy, I'm going off every track you can now. So inflation, if it's going up two years ago, whatever, 9%, and then it's only going up 7%, and it's only going up 6%. They said, I don't know, last quarter, whatever, they said it's only going up three, three something percent. Let me ask you a question. I got a cane. I borrow your mom's cane, which, by the way, she transitioned from a walker to a cane, so she's getting better. She's back in the office a couple hours a day, so she's getting better. So if I have your mom's cane, and I'm angry with you, Anthony, which is daily, but but I've never been violent yet, and I start hitting you with the cane, if I hit you today nine times with the cane, <laughs> that kind of hurts. Then tomorrow, I only hit you eight times. But we fast forward a few days, and I only hit you three times with the cane. Are you still okay with that? 
I mean, when <laughs> you take the 9% inflation of two years ago, and then you add the 7%, the 6%, the 5%, the 3%, and then they're saying <laughs> inflation is under control. No, you're only adding a smaller amount of inflation on a huge amount of inflation. We are in an inflationary period. Well, bring on the recession officially when they can't change the, the verbiage and they can't hold it back and we go into a depression, then you know what we have to look forward to? We also brought this up yesterday with our appointment. Then we go into a deflationary period. Nobody's going to have a job. <laughs> the unemployment is going to be a problem. You know, you're, you're seeing massive layoffs in this country. You're seeing massive layoffs and they don't make it to the news. The reason that I tell people Listen to certain people. Listen to Glenn Beck. Listen to Tucker Carlson. I know you're not a fan, but I'm not sure why on the Tucker Carlson. That one confuses me. Well, I don't then know I sent you the article. Wait, I don't. I don't know. They, we'll talk about they, no, he, he he got sued at some point, and Fox's lawyers came out and said that essentially you would have to be a moron to accept him as giving the news that he's a media personality on the Fox News Network. They're not giving you news. This is their lawyers saying that he is not giving you news. And that has been watching him for years. And a lot of what he has said is definitely news. And some of it, when I say a lot, not all, in my opinion, some of the stuff that I'm like, well, that's a little sketchy. That's a little far fetched. I do a little digging. It's like, I, I don't ever see where but, and everybody's got pros and cons. I don't have, you know, I'm, I'm not really deep down the. Tucker Carlson trail, so I can't really give you a, a standard opinion. I just that statement always stuck with me because this wasn't. I know that they've fired him since, so it'd be different if this article came out now. But this was like in his heyday, like five or six years ago. Well, do you remember the amount of billions or whatever the lawsuit was for? I mean, they threw him under the bus. They did the same thing with Dan Bongino. I mean, they they they. If you take people that are, and I would consider Tucker Carlson and Dan Bongino truth tellers, you know, I mean, you got to meet Seth Leapson. I, I think he's an amazing person, an amazing truth teller. He's not for everybody, but these people that want to tell the truth, whether it makes them popular or not, whether it gets them fired or not, they, they should be taken seriously. And he's a media person. I mean, you know, how many, how many people know who Tucker Carlson is? And yes, he has become more mainstream the last five years. And then ask how many people know who Dave Ramsey is. I mean, it, it really depends your reach. It really depends your audience. You have a lot more people that are tuned into what's considered mainstream. You, you know what I'm saying? Than than Fox News. You have, but, you have more. Um, you know, I'm not a journalist, so I don't understand. You know, I don't know how to deep dive on whether or not they're accurate. But I can. I know enough about the financial industry to know that. I don't trust any of the very popular faceplates out there in our industry on talk radio or in the news. And you've only been in the industry six years and you see that. Wait till you get to experience in 2008. Wait till you get to experience people that are panicking. Wait till you get to hold hands. Our job, I've said this forever, we're not financial. They, they You know, you call somebody a financial advisor, it, that's not what this is. It, what we are, number one, and I'm talking about generalization here, number one, we're in sales because you could be the most f honest financial advisor on the planet. And if you work for a company and your sales are low for six months, you are going to be a mortgage broker after month seven. It's, it's pressure. It's quotas. It's bull crap 
when when the government came out and said you you have to be a fiduciary what does a fiduciary mean it means put the client's best interest in front of your own if you're managing somebody's health or their money and you're not doing that i hope there's no such thing as karma or god or right is right wrong is wrong so and by the way we we the fiduciary thing i, I haven't talked about this in a while and i'll take myself back on track do you realize it's through the department of labor like if somebody comes in our office with a 401k, 403b, SAP, SIMP, or whatever, IRA, we are held to the fiduciary standard. If they bring in a checkbook with another amount of money, we don't have to address it. We don't have to disclose that there might be other options for the people. We don't have to tell them what we get paid, how we get paid. What? So you're taking half the money off the table for you know best interest right off the top. The second thing is, I hate to tell you, if you're a listener and you haven't talked to us yet, and, and you've had a great advisor for a while, something you, you need to understand, people are either going to do what's right or they're not. You can tell me I'm going to be beholden to the fiduciary rule. If I'm a good, honest person, you didn't have to tell me. And if I'm not, I'm going to find a way around it. Anthony, you know a real-life example of a friend of mine that basically, I said, what do you, you know, when it first came out a decade ago, I was like, what are you going to do about this? He's like, nothing. He's like, it's just more signatures. I don't show them what they sign anyway. These applications that when me and this guy started, you know, a quarter of a century ago, they were one page. You added a second page if you had to do a transfer. And now these companies, they can be 20 to 40 pages long. You really think the clients are reading that stuff? We're almost getting to be like buying a house. You know, you make a title appointment and they block off an hour and a half. I'm the only one I've ever met, I think that actually went to my, when I, when I bought a house in Desert Harbor in 94, I went into this office for the title appointment and I start reading and the woman's like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, you know, you're always, you don't sign anything without reading it. She's like, you're kidding. She actually canceled the appointment, made me take the stuff home and read it and come back to do the signing. She's like, I, I we'd be here all day. I'm like, well, I'm not signing it until I read it. So I'm the only one I know. What did you find? I, well, I found there one anything thing. memorable that you stood out? Yeah. Yeah. It for you. Here's some, do a little research on this. Call Tucker Carlson or Glenn Beck and research this. Do you know these mortgage companies, the people that hold your note, the people that that they can call it due? Did you know that? In the title work, they can say, well, you, you owe 24, you owe 26 years left on your 30-year mortgage. They can they can give you notice and say, we, we're calling the note. It's due. Did you know that? I did not know that. You should look into that, Anthony. I don't know if you oh, have a mortgage terrifying. or not. Business Can you imagine anyway. how uh, screwed most people would be if all of a sudden everybody started calling their notes? Can yeah. you imagine if I'm right that the World Economic Forum has validity that Davos, that all these things, the Bilderberg Group, Soros and <laughs> Klaus Schwab, can you imagine if I'm right that one day they say that we really do need to not own a home? You know, if black- So wouldn't that be good for people to pay off their home then if they've got the, the funds for it instead of carrying I, I, mortgage as a- I've thought that forever. You're never going to own your home. They can still make the property taxes 10 grand a month. So I think it's wonderful. Pay off all your debt. You know, so all if you want room. to hear a second opinion on whether or not you should pay off your home, reach out to us, team at anothermoneyshow.com. Find us on the web, anothermoneyshow.com. You can book appointments with us straight from there. Um, or give us a call, 623-523-0444. And we will tell you to... Focus on paying out of debt. Don't try to throw money at investments. Things are weird right now. Get yourself under the radar. Get out of debt. Remember, all of JR and Anthony's listeners receive a free financial consultation just for listening to the show. Visit anothermoneyshow.com to learn more and schedule an appointment. 
Thanks for listening to Another Money Show and subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Another Money Show, except this one's different. This one will actually keep you awake. I, you know, and, I, and boy, I got myself on a bunch of different tracks. I guess the bottom line is let the healthcare system fold. You know, let's have let's have a civil war. Bring it all on. You know, bring everything on, and then we start over and we rebuild this country. I, I guess that's the only solution. You're right. The healthcare system sucks. I, I think it sucks way worse than I thought it sucked before Sandy got sick. Try to say that ten times. I have seashells at a seashore. Yeah, no, it, it's horrible. What are what is the answer? I got one answer for you. Instead of sending foreign aid to like 150 out of 190 or whatever countries, keep it here until we kind of get on better footing. You know, I mean, I work my butt off. I have since I've been in this job. And these bills that have piled up the last three and a half months, they've really woken me up. I mean, I, I, I it's been a little bit of a shock because we're dealing with so many different doctors. We're dealing with doctors from the hospital, doctors from the skilled nursing, you know, primary care physicians. Well, every single one wants a copay. We're, we're dealing with, you know, when you brought up a $400 Tylenol or whatever, it's insane. It's insane. Go ahead. Next time you have a little hospital stay or a loved one does and get an itemized bill. You, you, there is no way that you would ever be able to figure out, did my loved one get these slippers, this <laughs> this, you know, hand sanitizer. I, it's insane. I can tell you that. But anyway, so, you know, let it collapse. I, I I remember years ago when I first started getting nervous about the world, which was about 20 years ago, when I came in this job and I had to manage money into the future without a crystal ball and I had to start doing some research, I, I was like, oh, wow, you, you don't listen to your CPA, your enrolled agent. Listen to me. Do a Roth IRA every year. If you have extra money, listen to Anthony. Do non-qualified. You've got a time bomb. If you have 401ks and IRAs and you're anywhere in the middle class, which you are if you have 401ks and IRAs, you know, because the rich get richer, they don't really need those. The poor hover in the middle class gets those. You have a problem a coming. How are they going to settle the national debt? There's only two ways. There's only two ways. They're going to just like let it go away. They're going to debt jubilee. They're, they're going to basically go to a central bank digital currency and, and just let it all go away, or they're going to raise our taxes. They're going to keep kicking this can until Anthony is 60. It, it, you know, no country can do what we're doing and make it forever. You know, I mean, maybe it's not a bad idea today, time permitting, to revisit something. We, we've been on for almost two years now, I think. Next week will be two years. We started out talking about our friend Roger's 10 pillars. And, and it was like, well, here are, you know, he asked, what are the 10 things you're worried about? So he came up with that. He was like, you know, you're managing money. Tell me something I should watch out for. And we came up with a list of 10 things. Let's let's try before the end of the show to, to bring that up. But to finish my thought, years ago, one of my thoughts, years ago, when I started saying, why don't we pay down debt? Why don't we do a Roth IRA instead of a deductible IRA? Why don't we do these certain things? It was funny because I was like, you know, they were heading for a problem. And I was way early. I still, I'm going to say I wasn't wrong, just early. And your mom was like, well, you know, you're, you're talking about major stuff. Like, you know, we're going to lose the dollar. You know, there's going to be fighting. She was like, you know, and it's weird because you can't wait for this to happen. I was like, that is not true at all. I want to be prepared, not scared. I want to be proactive, not reactive. I want to do whatever I can do to get under the radar because I think it's inevitable. I'm not saying I want it to happen. And fast forward about 20 years 
And now that I'm 60, I still think looking back, which it's always easier to judge whether you were right or wrong. I think I was right about everything. I think I've way underplayed how this is going to play out. I honestly do. Every day, the more I read, it's it's so funny. It's like the inflation. Well, it was 9%. Now it's only three. What are you worried about? It's 3% on top of 7%, on top of 8%, on top of 9%. Every article I read, these people that are starting to make noise because you're not feeding them properly. They're not, they're not getting indoor accommodations. That's along with people having to look for gang tattoos. That's along with Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security imploding, the healthcare system that's absolutely failing. It's all adding on to each other. By the way, on inflation, we take out food and energy. What? I'm sorry, what? I'm, I'm sorry, what? They don't, yeah, don't they take out fuel too? They take out like all of the normal things yeah. that you actually pay for on a day-to-day yeah. basis. Yeah, kind of like, like change. No, the, no, 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 they manipulate the numbers. The Dow Jones, is that the uh, the Teflon Dow that just can't have a crack in it? Oh, by the way, it's showing some cracks again lately. Maybe this time it'll stick. Between now and November, there's a good chance the Teflon Dow is going to have some re- retractions. Um, you know, with the Dow Jones, good time to bring this up. I feel like this is kind of a look back anniversary show. I'm hitting everything. Uh, it's 30 companies. You think you think it would be representative of our country and our world? It is not. Do a little research. 30 companies make up the Dow Jones Industrial Average. There are 30 big, large cap, blue chip companies. They can be beholden to the government through tax breaks offshore accounts, stuff like this. Then you go over to the S&P 500 because you're like, well, that's a better representation of, of our world. Well, then dig into that one. <laughs> it's it's not doing well. It's being floated by the by the handful of stocks. Seven stocks are floating it. If you're lucky enough to have Facebook, which Meta, whatever it is now, I don't even know what they, what, how on earth does, does Meta do so well? What are they they're selling your information. I hate to say this to you, but the only way they do so well is there's there is weird. They're hooking your kids. They're they're hooking them. This is like heroin for kids. The attention spans, the the endorphins and stuff. I don't want to get into psychology of Facebook today, but let me tell you, it's 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 not good. So that's a there's a really good movie on that. I think it was on Netflix. It was the social media dilemma or something like that. Did you watch that? Dilemma. Yeah, yeah. It was really good. And apparently it's getting way worse. I heard now yeah, that... The dilemma. But I mean, it was... I mean, the algorithms are based to target you to keep you scrolling and keep your eyes... I mean, it's interesting. Because who would have thought that could ever become a product? But yeah. they've found a way to capitalize on it. Capitalism at its best. Which which I love that on one hand, but on the other hand, I think this country is Rome burning. You, you're not a normal person. <laughs> no offense, as soon as that came out, I realized that didn't sound right. I don't know about you, but I know that most people don't even that I've talked to, because we talk a lot about bathroom activity. Most people don't even go to the bathroom with their phone. They start the day with their phone. They have to check TikTok and Instagram and Facebook. It's it's the adrenaline. It's, it gets them moving. What's the last thing they do at night? They check their phone. You know, I mean, it's... You do in the morning, yeah. Now you're glued yeah. to it. But it, it's it's scary, and like you said a few months ago, you need it. Try going to a Coyotes game without your phone. I'm I'm sad. I think it's replaced, you know, a lot of of good decent humanity. But whatever, it's not going away. So deal with it. And I do, you know, I I read more than the average bear. I've read some of these studies about radiation, and you certainly shouldn't sleep with it on your bed next to you, and all that. Who knows? Who knows? I've read about smart. Well, we probably shouldn't drink the way we do either. But 
you know. Speak for yourself. Right. I don't drink nearly enough. I need to start yeah. drinking more. Once I turn sixty, I'm gonna I'm gonna be like the grandfather in Little Miss Sunshine. I'm gonna start trying <laughs> hard drugs. I mean, this is gonna go off the rails next year. Speaking of uh, going off the rails next year, the Biden administration to cancel one hundred fifty three thousand student loans. Good. Look at that. I t- I went back. I didn't go back on any of the tracks I was on, and I got to a new one. You know, you know, I got a question for you. When did it become the government's job to decide who gets ahead financially and who doesn't? I thought Here's we were. The thing is, they're going to screw up how they spend that money, anyways. So I'd much rather go to people in America. I mean, this is your point you made earlier in this show. You said, why aren't we helping Americans with this 95? You know how naive you sound right now to me? Do you know what you sound like to me right now? You sound like a small child that just got their first pet rock or beanie baby. This is to buy votes, Anthony. Stop being naive. This isn't well, about it is. anybody. Of course it is. And you should know that. He promised that at the beginning. And now that we're getting to the end of his term, now he's doing things about that. So I get it. And you have to be smart enough to acknowledge that. But again, if you're <laughs> going to waste money, at least you're helping but then, then stop giving money to other countries and wipe out mortgages, and put us all on food stamps. But it's, they're picking and choosing. Do you think the open borders are an accident? Do you th- do you, what do you what do you think the end game is for all those? I thought we were supposed to give me your tired, your hot, your poor, <laughs> your huddled masses yearning to breathe free, Jack. Right. Uh, we're looking up quotes. Yes, yes, we are. And, uh, you know, at least, uh, and by the way, I, I get so amazed by what I'm seeing. You know, you fast forward four years ago, or fast backward, and, and here we are. I, told, I warned you I'm going to be more political. Trump said, we're not bringing in doctors and lawyers. You know, <laughs> we're, we're bringing in people that aren't going to change things for the better. What do you see when you look at the last three years on the immigration system? Do you see the brightest and best, or do you not? You know what else should scare you? Well, start doing a little research because the southern border is what they've they've put in our face. Look at the northern border. The last few weeks, I'm reading about the the Chinese immigrants in the northern border. I'm like, holy crap! I mean, you, you, you know, one day this this show might be something to look into. The, the I told you so may be huge. We have a bunch of people coming to this country that that may not have our best they're not fiduciaries let me put it that way we've got some non-fiduciary salespeople coming to the country and you know what's so funny bring me your huddled masses you know you know what the intention of all that was staten island you know changing your name learning english working hard doing certain things it also we knew who you were we we had a long so why can't book. we do that why do we have to make our immigration so difficult <laughs> you welcome to my camp. I'm trying to tell you. We we four years ago we started doing something about it. We put up shipping containers. We built a wall. We started doing this stuff. And don't give me anything about this being political. We we said let's do it the right way. Everybody Obama put up and funded the wall too. So it's such a hilarious argument that they're oh that's a Trump I mean, thing. They're putting babies in cages. Like no, this started way before. Like you don't Is get it? to cherry pick when you're upset about these things. Hey, and and you know what the good news is? We we've mismanaged the direction of this country forever. You know, I remember getting into conversations about Trump versus Hillary. And and as a financial guy, what do I think? 
you know, well, I, I, we all are entitled to our own opinions and our own thoughts and beliefs on, di on different people's politics. When it comes to finances, I wasn't happy with either one. I thought Hillary Clinton was going to break the country with social programs, you know, food stamps, debt forgiveness, student loan stuff. I thought Trump was going to break the country with military spending, with, with you know, <laughs> doing manufacturing back here again. We, it takes huge amounts of money to bring things back here. So either way, I didn't like the spending. I thought we need to balance the budget first before we spend money. But I can tell you what, did you feel safer four years ago or do you feel safer now? And that's knowing that you're not seeing any immigration problems at all at your home or your office. When you go shopping, when you get gas, you're not seeing it. You're oh, I've said it a ton of times. I didn't. I mean, we never, we didn't have any major world conflicts when we had Trump in office. You know, I don't think the Russia-Ukraine thing happens if Trump was still in office. I don't. Granted, I don't think he gets elected and then fixes it overnight. I don't think he fixes anything at this point. The country's so divided. I think both political parties have made it known that they don't actually care about any of the people in this country by trying to push a Biden versus Trump election again. It's too late for Trump. That time passed. And Biden is it's almost mean to make a 90 year old man get up there and stand in front of people and try to put sentences together. So elder abuse at this point, I just saw a clip this morning. He he stumbled a little bit. He didn't fall luckily up the stairs. Then now they're using the short stairs for Air Force One. And he's still he's on his way to California for fundraising and he stumbled again. It's like, stop this. Don't put a camera anywhere near him. Just stop this. But and it, you're, you said something magic. Going back to when your mom said, I couldn't wait for this to happen. I'm like, that's not true. I just think it's going to happen, so I want to be ready. I, I don't want what is coming, in my opinion, I don't have a crystal ball, to come, but it's coming. And and it's not going to be pretty. And it's there. people are pushing us together. I'm sorry, <laughs> not together necessarily. They're not putting us all in cages like we're friends. They're black versus white, gay versus straight, haves versus have-nots, red versus blue. They're, but I think they're they can't push everybody against one another as much as they want, but it's up to individuals to just say, this is enough. We're not. We're too dumb. Where does personal responsibility come in? You have to acknowledge that this is happening and you're being pushed to believe this narrative and in this direction and that other Americans are evil. And you have to just say no. Personal responsibility, I think, is very lost right now. And and that's where the problem is. You, the first step to fixing is a, a problem is knowing there's a problem. Do we all agree on that? Mm -hmm. Don't you think most of the country has no idea of the stuff we bring every week? We only have an hour. But, you know, when I started out by saying this stuff show is not for everybody, I wish it was. I wish people would, would I wish it was a call-in show because I actually do better under pressure and, and on my feet. And I wish it was a call-in show so people could call in and tell me how wrong I am. Well, and we I, can I, kind of do that. If people want to give us a call, 623-523-0444, we will address your topics, your concerns. If you think we're way off or if you think we're on track, you know, we'll bring it up. We'll bring up your questions or shoot us an email, team at anothermoneyshow.com. But Beautiful. I'm going to change the subject a little bit because... I had a conversation with another client who was in last week, and I think I've, I haven't solved anything, but I think about this because I've said, you know, there's no livable wage anymore. Like I get the, you don't want to raise minimum wage because it'll, in, it will incur more costs down the line for everybody. However, we're seeing those more costs for everybody already without the 
the wages being raised. And I think about how we're supposed to be this capitalist society, but we're in a too big to fail bubble where they're not. Like once you've built a company big enough, the government will bail you out. You get all these tax dollars again, but you're getting tax rebates and funding from the government while you're continuing to underpay your employees. So I think that should be the deciding factor. I think your company should raise wages, have livable wages, build up the company itself, you know, the employees to help build up the, uh, the economy. And if you do those things, then you can have tax rebates. You can have assistance if things go wrong. But if you are going to make this massive company on the backs of practically free labor if they can't afford to live, then you, and you fail, you get nothing. I think they should be able to make that choice. Does that kind of make sense? Because right now, I feel like you get the best of both worlds. You can have people that you're hiring not actually afford to live and you can make billions of dollars on top of that. But as soon as anything goes wrong, you put your hand out and then those employees that you're currently underpaying are now giving you money as a kickback or a bailout with their tax dollars. And that's unacceptable. I think the airlines in 2020 is my favorite example. They had like a 20 year run up. They spent all of their money on stock repurchasing, filled the pockets of their shareholders and the CEOs. But as soon as they, you know, stopped travel for a couple of months, they immediately had their hand out. And that's unacceptable. So. Yep. AMC, the movie theater, did the same. Forever, they were charging us 20 bucks for popcorn and a drink. And then as soon as people couldn't go into the theater because of COVID, they, oh, I need money. Where did you put all that money leading up to that for decades? So you're right. What are they paying? They're paying high school kids and seniors barely, you know, again, my minimum wage versus living wage. They're not paying living wages to these people. And then they're going to be bailed out by their tax dollars. But you're using common sense and that's gone in this country. You don't just want problems. You want to have solutions. I agree with you. I just know it's too late. It's too late. The greed is to overcome our people. The, cor- the corporations, they're way too greedy. Well, what if we just elect officials that are just, you know, bartenders and common people like AOC? <laughs> oh, get me going on that one. <laughs> no, you know, there, there are people out there. There are people out there that are smart. You're one of them. I have a list of people. I, I, oh, I thought I already announced I was running for office when I can run in 2028. I'm from Chicago. I'm going to vote six or seven times for you. I, I want Joe Rogan. I want somebody who appeals to both sides to be the president. I'm tired of party politics. I'm tired of everything. I want like to RFK. Yes, this is the, the closest problem. job we've got for a third party in a long time, and he's got a and name look, behind they him. Give him security. They won't even give him security. He, he's, so it's not up to them. It's up to us to vote him. He doesn't need security to win an election. He needs votes to win an election. Hold up, 2,000 mules. Let me ask you a question. Do you still think your vote counts? Be honest for a change. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I do. I think, I think there's manipulation on both sides, but I think the majority of it, I think it does count. We, uh, okay, I, I'm going to, and we I've, certainly we don't have a six-hour show, so we can't dig into that one. I don't think. I mean, you have to have hope for these elections, and everything is lost. I have no hope. It's you all get lost. on here every week and be super negative about how terrible everything is, or have some sort of hope. Like you I have to hope that vote, some of that. But I don't believe in it. I'm sorry. I think it's all lost. I think the best we can hope for is to collapse as a country and then rebuild. People like your age, I want you to have a chance. Your, your mom and I have three boys. I want all three of you to have a good life. I know I, I 100%.
I'm going to agree with you. I'm 100% glass empty. There's not a drop of water left in it. I think it's all going to crash. I think it's all bad. We have to come out here each week and tell people what's going on so they're as ready as they can be. At least get out of some of the cities. You know, New York, there might be a trucking, you know, standstill. Put some extra food and water away, idiots, just in case it happens. It, I think all hope is lost because my own vote didn't count the last two, the primaries and the general. And I voted and I put it in the box myself. I saw it go in. I signed it. I dated it. I sealed it. I waited 10 days and checked online and it wasn't registered. And yet the other two votes, your brothers and your moms that I put in the same exact moment were counted. A third of my house wasn't counted. And I'm told there's not much I can do, bro. How can you prove it? I, I don't know. I, I got to get a little happy news before I have a heart attack. And I know. How, well, that. how can you prove that? I know that there's sites that track it, but how do you know those sites aren't wrong? <laughs> well, how do I know that there's not aliens living under my bed? I, no, there probably are. I, I have to do. I went to two different sites. If that, I mean, I, I, I don't. If there's 12 sites and I went to all 12, how do you know all 12 sites aren't skewed the wrong way? I, you're, you're right, Anthony. I'm questioning everything. But you know what? Sooner or later, I have to look around me and I have to admit that being alive in this country right now, no matter what age, no matter what education level, you, you should not be an optimist or a pessimist right now. You should be a realist. And if you're a realist and you're not in my camp, at least primarily, I don't get it. Jim just said that we only have two more minutes. Can I end with something? Go for it. Something financial. I just heard yesterday that Capital One is going to buy Discover. And most people, when they read that, they're like, well, it doesn't really matter. I don't have either one of those credit cards. You, you need to look into something. Those are big, huge credit companies, credit card companies. That's true. They're banks. We've been shouting for years about banks. There's a lot of funniness with banks. The, the Amtrust Bank on Dell, Webb and Bell is gone. There's a new bank there. I saw the sign yesterday. Hang on, kids. There's a lot of moving. Well, it's creating a larger monopoly. Of course it is. Yeah, you think 20%, 30% rates are high now, but what happens when you only have limited choices where you can't shop elsewhere because it's all one conglomerate? Um, anyway, so that's it for today's show. If you like what you heard, have questions about any of the topics today, or want to sit with us to review your personal situation, you can reach us at team at anothermoneyshow.com. Find us on the web, anothermoneyshow.com. Schedule appointments straight from the website. Find us on YouTube, listen to us on Spotify, Google, where you, wherever you like and subscribe to podcasts. Remember, there are no minimums. There's no cost for appointments. There's nothing to lose by getting a second opinion on your financial situation. We'll see you again next Saturday at noon right here on 960 The Patriot. Thanks for listening to Another Money Show. You deserve to work with a private wealth management firm that will strategically work to protect your hard-earned assets. To schedule your free, no-obligation consultation, visit anothermoneyshow.com. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM. A registered investment advisor, BCM and Rochford Financial are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Do you want a steady stream of income for retirement? Then it's time to consider annuities. I'm Matt McClure with the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife. Gone are the days when most employers offered pensions with guaranteed lifetime payouts to their workers. But what if I told you that you can build your own personal pension? It's possible with an annuity. 
An annuity is a financial product that provides a series of regular payments to an individual over a specified period of time, often for the rest of their life. There are several options for you to consider when choosing an annuity. Be confident in knowing that there is an annuity out there that can meet all of your needs. Ford Stokes is founder and president of Active Wealth Management and author of the book Annuity 360. There are several different types of annuities, including fixed, variable, and fixed indexed. A fixed annuity offers a specific guaranteed interest rate on their contributions to the account. A fixed index annuity is an accumulation-based product offered by an insurance company. The growth of your fixed index annuity is dependent on the performance of a chosen stock market index, but your money is not actually invested in this index. This offers you great growth potential and exceptional protection for your investment. While each can provide tax-deferred growth and a lifetime income stream, Variable annuities put your principal at risk in the market. If you are currently investing in a variable annuity, your funds could be in serious trouble if the market experiences any downturns. With so many possible choices to consider, it's essential you speak to a financial advisor or professional to help you make the best decision for your future. So, are you ready to consider an annuity as part of your retirement plan? It's a key question to consider as you approach what should be your golden years. With the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife, I'm Matt McClure. Fixed annuities, including multi-year guaranteed rate annuities, are not designed for short-term investments and may be subject to restrictions, fees, and surrender charges as described in the annuity contract. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuer. Thinking of relocating during retirement? Some places are much more affordable and livable than others. I'm Matt McClure with the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife. Moving to a new city or state in your retirement years can happen for many different reasons. The sort of cliche was that it's and a partial, very true one, was that people move to be close to their family in retirement. That's still a major reason. Andy Markowitz with AARP says money is increasingly becoming a big consideration. He recently told News Nation. More and more surveys are showing that people who are nearing retirement want to find a cheaper place to live, maybe move from an expensive urban or suburban market to somewhere a little more rural, to states with lower taxes, to states that have tax breaks for retirees. So you want to look into things like that. Safety can also be an important factor to consider. So if you marry safety and affordability, where do you wind up? Well, Yahoo Finance looked at the numbers and the crime stats and found that Bellevue, Nebraska is the safest place you can retire and spend less than 2000 bucks a month. Rent for a one-bedroom apartment there is less than $900 a month on average. Total expenses, less than $1,700. Ohio and Texas also feature prominently on the list, specifically Clute and College Station in the Lone Star State. If you'd rather be a Buckeye, look at North Royalton, Willoughby Hills, or Parma Heights. Farmington, Michigan rounds out the top seven safest places to retire on less than $2,000 each month. So, where do you want to hang your hat in your golden years? It's a key question to consider as we try to stretch our dollars as far as they'll go. With the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife, I'm Matt McClure. At Rochford & Associates, we know the road to financial freedom is not a straight path. And the journey is different for every family. And in times like these, we want you to feel confident that you're safely on track to meet your retirement goals. We want to ask you to prepare for economic chaos. We want you to prepare for bank volatility. We want you to insure and protect your assets with a smart plan. Our team can help you make the most of your hard-earned savings using strategies that are right for you. I want more people to sit down with us. When we talk about a financial plan, it's different for every person we meet. We tailor-make our plans. 
schedule your no-obligation consultation today by calling 623-523-0444. That's 623-523-0444. Rochford & Associates, veteran-owned and proud to serve Americans like you.